Hey family, how y'all doing? What's up, brothers? Uh, I am doing this my second episode here, and uh, this is uh, the Rock Podcast with Dennis, and this is real talk with real men. We just gonna kick it like brothers and kick it like men. Um, a lot has happened since I've been on the last podcast, and a lot has transpired. But God always has the final say so on that, and I just want to let you know that um, your your brothers. You know, you're in my, my prayers. Now, thank God for the women, but this is a podcast strictly for men. And as we get as we evolve and I, you know, get deeper in this, uh, we plan to have plan to have some men on here that that can, you know, um, that can tell you what's on their heart and and display what's what, what God put on their heart. And, you know, just and just talk about real things, real issues. Uh, you know, a lot of times a man don't have a place to talk about real issues. But I want to talk about tonight. Um, because I just noticed, um, and this is some of my experience, is a spirit of fear. Um, uh, talking about fear, and you know, when we talk about fear, we tend to think that it's it's um, how can I say it? it's it's soft for a man to have fear. Fear is a real emotion. Fear is very real. We hear we hear little we hear we hear little acronyms that you know and this 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 is true. Fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real, and we hear about you know uh, different things like that. And um, but but fear is a real emotion. There's nothing wrong with feeling fear. And then it's another fear that we have, and that's a that's the fear and awe of God. I'm gonna tell you one thing about our podcast here. It's gonna be centered around Christ, uh, but this is a place where there's no judgment. There's no condemnation and it's full of grace and truth. So we want to definitely uh, I want to put that down here, but it's Christ centered. This is a Christ centered podcast. So if you listen to this podcast and, and you don't want to listen to this because it's Christ in it, you might this may not be the right podcast for you. But for those who have an ear to hear, let them hear like the scripture says. And it says also uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of, word of God That's Romans 10, 17. So if you're in a situation where you need to hear some some um some some words of um, affirmation and some ed- edification you come into the right podcast and that's that's uh this is called the rock based on what um in matthew 16 18 when peter uh you know when jesus asked who do who do they see well who do they say i am and it says and paul and peter shout out and shouted and said they say you're the son of god the son of christ and he said on that revelation um peter being a rock not peter himself being a rock but the revelation that he laid down that he is uh the son of god and that re- on that revelation that jesus is, is lord I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. So the gates of hell should not prevail against the man, should not prevail against, prevail against what the man is called to do. And that's to be the head of his household and the head of his life. Um, so with that being said, I want to talk about fear. Um, uh, I'm going I'm to let you know something. Um, a couple of weeks ago, my mom got real sick and um and we were just sitting back and and it, and it hit me like a ton of bricks because it came out the blue see anything I, I just noticed one thing about the enemy and when you're living for god and you're trying to do what god's calling you to do um he tried to hit you with stuff out the blue i mean it was just a, a thing that hit my mom out the blue my mom actually had a slight heart attack and it was brought on by pneumonia so um my brother noticed that she wasn't feeling well and i and i noticed that she wasn't feeling well based on our conversation i felt like her voice was she couldn't she was gasping for breath and so we immediately took her to the ambulance and we I mean, took her to the ambulance and took and took her to the hospital and and uh that was uh that was uh, august the 2nd i believe and that was um 
just here just thinking about my mom and you know um i, I started to fly up there and do that and then finally you know my mom something start coming back up to herself um you know getting better uh, when we stayed there i just couldn't take it i just went on ahead and drove up to um to detroit where my mom is at and so um we were you know up there and i was you know i was seeing my mom every single day but you know i see my mom getting better and better and i surprised my mom matter of fact i surprised her and she didn't know i was coming up there so when I got up there, um, you know, um, you know, uh, I ended up getting up there and she ended up, you know, um, getting better. But then she took a turn for the worse because she took a she had a blood transfusion because her, her hemoglobin level was low. Seven point four. I think your hemoglobin level has to be at maybe like a 12 or 13. So it was just a roller coaster of emotion um, being up there. You know, you're dealing with COVID and you're dealing with people telling you shouldn't go up there. And but, you know, I. You got to believe in that moment. You know, fear came over me. My, my wife, he, she had a little fear saying, be careful on the road and everything. But it was it was actually some good a good time for me to be, be along with the Lord and listen to some podcasts, um, you know. So hopefully you listen to this podcast driving somewhere. But I ended up driving and had a good time. It was like a 10 hour drive and got up there and um, and my mom was in good shape. But while I was up there, um, my mom, she had a blood transfusion and, and then she she ended up needing more oxygen and it ended up, you know, causing, causing a shortness of breath and she ended up needing more oxygen. So I, it looked, it looked real bleak for my mom for a moment, but I trusted God in that moment, but I was fearful. I was scared. Um, because you know, when you see a, a, a person like my mom, um, the kind of, the, the kind of thing she's overcome, you know, um, I'm, I'm, and, and by, by no stretch of imagination, I'm not a mama's boy. I just love my mother. <laughs> I love my dad when he was living too. I love my mom. I love my mother. That's my, she's been my, before my wife came into picture, she was my rock and she's my wise counsel. Um, but that's my mother, you know? And so, um, she ended up, you know, being, just being so resilient and, um, you know, and she was, you know, it, it, it was scary, but she overcame and overcame. And so, um, you know, but in that moment, I want to describe that emotion that I had in that moment. I was very, very scared. Um, I was, I was, uh, you know, stressed out about it. Just being honest. Um, but I just continued to trust God. I said, God, Hey, you got to work this out. You said in your word that you will perfect that, which concerns me. That's Psalm 138, eight. You said you'll perfect that or make complete or make, make finish what you, with that, that thing that concerns me. And so, um, I just continue to trust God. So I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, when you're dealing with fear, uh, fear is not absent of faith. Let me say that again. Fear is not absolute faith. You know, you hear so many faith circles say, you know, well, if you fear, you shouldn't be having no fear. No, you. Oh, it's okay to have fear, but you, you just don't have fear absent of faith. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't let fear overtake you because fear can overtake what God is doing through you. And I believe this with all my heart that um, in that in those weak moments when we're when we are, you know, we're down and we and we don't know where that thing is coming from, where that strength is going to come from. The Bible says in, in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, that God, He will, He His His grace is made perfect in our weakness. So God's there to protect us and to give us strength, even in our most weakest moments. And I and I think Paul went on to say in the same scripture, when I'm weak you're strong so when when god is when we at our weakest point when we feel like we can't take anymore god will not cause anything to overtake us but watch this his his i believe he's stronger in those moments than he is in our moments where we feel we're strong and i mean what i mean by that is when we're when we're at our point where we just cannot we cannot uh you know just take one more hit god or we hit rock bottom god is at his strongest we just got to continue to trust him 
right so i'm gonna read a scripture it says um i'm gonna read another scripture i'm referencing scriptures but second second timothy chapter one verse seven it says for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and, and, and self-discipline let me say that again for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and self-discipline let's let's break that down for a minute you think about it fear is a spirit fear can inject more into your emotional state and, and cause you to be all balanced than anything in that moment you think about it when you're dealing with an influx of fear it's hard to think straight just being honest it's hard to think straight i'm just being i'm being man about this it's hard to think straight when you when you don't know where you go you're gonna get paid pay, pay to pay that bill pay your rent pay your mortgage uh you're dealing with a pandemic people dealing with covid um people testing positive for covid and you know i, I actually had covid night covid i had the covid uh virus a coronavirus and it was scary you know um but god healed me from it um you know i know people who've tested positive for it. i know some people who died from it um you know um it, it, it's a scary time and in the media what they do is the media and the news the media don't make any better that's why i don't watch i try not to watch a lot of news period because the news will inject so much fear into you and it, it'll cause you to to think things are going to happen that's not going to happen but you you know uh, i remember smith wigglesworth Smith Wigglesworth, uh, the great evangelist, the great, the great general in the faith, he actually wouldn't even allow a newspaper article or a, a newspaper newspaper article or magazine to be in into the house. The only thing he focused on was God's word. Now I know I know it's, there is a a time where you read the news and you want to know what's going on in current events, but this man was so steadfast and saying, you know what, I'm not letting anything other than the word of God come in my space. So he. He didn't allow newspaper articles or anything like that to come in his house um, because he didn't want to, to, you know, to want anything to mess up his faith or contaminate his faith. Now, uh, but but the thing is, we have to get to that place where we don't let anything contaminate our faith. So, you know, so my mom was dealing with her sickness and dealing with the sickness. Well, I ain't gonna say her sickness when she's dealing with a sickness and trying to get the pneumonia off her lungs. And they said her lungs were damaged and her kidneys were giving her problems. You know, I was believing God right there for new kidneys. I was believing God for new kidneys for my mom and a new heart for my mom. And I came to my mom and said, hey, mom, I came to her straight up. I said, mom, are you ready to go to heaven? And she said, no, um, I'm not. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of living to do. So that's the thing. When you you don't ever want to overwhelm a person's living, uh, you know, live there. You don't want, never want to overwhelm a person's uh, in that moment. Over, overwhelm them with what you want to do. It's all on them because they're the one that, that they need to receive the healing. So I went to my mom. I said, Mom, you um, you are you looking to, you know, do you want to go to heaven? She said, no, I got a lot of life to live. And so in that moment, I said, she said, I'm waiting for God to show up and show out. I'm believing God for my healing. And when I say every time me and my mom get in that discussion, she always end up getting healed in about 24 to 48 hours. So my mom is 73. She made it to her 73rd birthday on August 19th. So it's so good to see her doing well. She's getting the rehab, the rehab that she needs. Um, and she's doing very, very well. Shout out to your mom. I love you. But, um, you know, just doing well. And so in that moment, I just had to realize, you know, it was just a turnaround of events. And then I think I was talking to my auntie one time. My auntie told me, you know, her account 
got, you know, somebody hacked their account and everything. And, you know, and then, then you know, they, they took some, they did some transactions on her account. And I mean, so she got hit with some things. But then in 24 hours, she said the bank gave her back every cent that she lost. That's restoration, y'all. That's full restoration. So in those moments, I'm just learning. And I'm, I'm 47 years old. I'm still learning. I'll be 48 in January. I, I'm not ashamed of my age. But I feel great. I feel like I'm about 24, 25, but I'm just saying in, the, in those moments when you feel as though that you feel like God ain't there, he's right there. The enemies, what, what he tried to do is that spirit of fear will try to make it seem like that. No one's there to help you. Makes like no one's there to help you in those moments, but we know God is greater and he's bigger. God loved me so much. He would not leave me in that situation. God love you so much, man, that he will not leave you in that bad situation, but we got to pick ourselves up and go to the next level and not have fear so it says fear and timidity but power there, there we go it's that word power power of god the power of christ the power that resurrection power that raised jesus from the dead the same power that raised from the dead is the same thing that can overcome the fear that you're dealing with you know what I'm saying? You may you may have filial sexuality. You may have fear of, you know, fear of failure. You may have fear of, you know, fear of those things. You may have fear of of, of not being able to do things in life. And I know men, we deal with we deal with accomplishment. We're 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 purpose driven, we're accomplishment driven. But I'm here to tell you that God is greater than your feelings. Never ever go by your feelings. Don't ever be led by your feelings. Your feelings are the most dangerous things you can go by. Don't ever go by your feelings. Your feelings can go up and down, up and down it's like a roller coaster the, what the bible says and, and, and i believe is in hebrews chapter 6 6 19 thank you holy spirit it says that your soul that jesus what watch this it says that that jesus it talks references jesus it said it said he's 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 a he's a he's a uh, anchor for the soul. Both sure and steadfast. Your soul is made up of, of your mind, will, and emotions. So your mind, will, and emotions, if they're not anchored in the spirit, anchored in God, then it's gonna go everywhere. It's gonna go all over the place because your mind, will, and emotions is 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 in the sense realm. It's in the flesh realm, and that's where that's where the enemy dwells at. You know, he he does. That's why that's why the Bible says that um if you reap in the if you reap in the flesh, you'll you'll reap if you sow into the flesh you're a reaper of the flesh corruption and but it said if you sow into the spirit you get everlasting life you know from the spirit so you want to sow into the spirit you want to sow in god's words you want to get in the word you want to believe in god's word and you want to get your heart attached to his word because that will keep you anchored when you when everything is 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 going is everything else going loose on this world we are living in these times family brothers we're living in we're living in some godless times i mean we're living in some godless times and i often talk talk to my my kids and my, my wife often often talks about those talk about these things we're living in some godless godless times i mean people don't respect covenant and when i mean covenant they don't respect marriage anymore um you know they don't they don't respect what 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 god is and what he's about he's he is god he's the father but there's no real reverence from god there's no real belief that he exists you know what I'm saying? The Bible says that 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 um and I believe in um I'm 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 just I'm just referencing a bunch of scripture, but it talks about uh those who believe in him must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him so when you diligently see god here here bless you you know but it's you're blessed through his son jesus christ you cannot get to god through his son you can't get to the son you can't get to the father without having the son jesus christ that's why it behooves me when i hear people say to say when they say jesus is not real he don't exist man he exists more than anything on this planet he defied death and he made a way for us to be free 
based on what he's already finished. He finished it for us. We just got to believe that what he's already done. Right. So I'm just saying, you know, we're living in some godless times. You got you got people who dishonor uh, what marriage is. Uh, people dishonor what uh what 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 uh what what family is uh you got you got organizations out here that's trying to blow up the nuclear family and take the man out of the household trying to take us out the household make trying to make us irrelevant trying to spiritually castrate us from our, our from our rightful place now our rightful place is not dictatorship man our 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 rightful place is not dictatorship it's it's straight up put being in rulership and being in a position where we can be the most effective to not only benefit our families, but to benefit our community. You know, you have a, we have a lot of influence, men and, and, and men, you know, we tend to use our influence in other ways. Uh, you know, and you know, our influence is not sleeping around with a bunch of women. That's not a man. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a man to me. When I grew up, I, you know, they used to always, always think if I slept around with a bunch of women, that made me a man, that does not make you a man. That makes you a male. That makes you a man with a penis. That's all it does. Makes you a man with a penis and it makes you and put, put you in a position where you have a bunch of sex, but that's not a man, a real man takes some takes responsibility i got a t-shirt um that says it says male by birth man by choice let me say that again male by birth man by choice it's a choice for it's a choice for you to be a man i remember a long time ago i hope i'm getting in trouble for this i remember about 10 years ago i was um at a um, part of a campus ministry a student campus ministry and um and um i remember when um i made a curriculum up uh i can't you know god gave me a curriculum about you know um about male versus man and i i gave all the things about male and all the the the, the situations with, with about men and so i talked about how a male uh, um excuse me how a male is is irresponsible they, they, they don't take accountability they you know they um you know they don't they don't own their, their mistakes uh they are uh, they want to stand they want to stay in a rut you know um they want to stay focused on themselves it's selfish uh that's that's what a male is a male is focused on his own needs focused on what he can get he's focused on he's irresponsible he's not responsible he don't take care of his business that's what a male does a man takes responsibility for his actions he he uh steps into he he he, may, he makes up for his mistakes he also do this he also um he also owns responsibilities. He owns his mistakes too, and then, you know, and he's willing to step up and be and have integrity and take responsibility for what's his and what God's given him. That's what a man is. A man is a man. A, it's a choice to be a man, you know. So uh, it was a it was a student um, that that was there, and he got really offended. He got really offended by the by the by the stuff that uh, that we came up. With. It was a group of young men, and he got really offended at the fact that I started talking about male versus men, and so. I look at it like this a, a, a true man a real man they're not gonna get offended at what needs to be tweaked see that's the thing that's what that's that's what make a, a male versus a male that's what makes up a male that makes that, that versus a man a man is gonna say you know what I'm gonna own that I'm gonna take responsibility for that responsibility for that and I'm gonna I'm gonna take responsibility I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that adjustment a male's gonna get offended they're gonna get mad they're gonna pout they're gonna say it's not they're gonna blame everybody else but themselves and say you know what you know what it's not my fault it you know it's not my fault that i that i had that baby out of well like it's not my fault that i had this they're not gonna take responsibility for the kids they're not gonna take responsibility for their their um for their women i mean for their wives and i'm gonna be honest with you so he got offended at me and stuff but it might you, you must have hit it must have been truthful but what i noticed you know dealing with 
uh, a lot of men or some men is that uh you know some men they don't know how to step into in, into their roles they're not stepping into their purposes and i believe it's based in fear it's it's you 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 have but you have a you have a fear of stepping into what god has for you you know god and and, and it can be scary it can be it, it's the it's fear of the unexpected it's fear of not of failure one thing i'm gonna tell you one thing about this man you're gonna fail the bible says a man a man fail a man may fall seven times but he, he rise a man may fall seven times but he rises again you're gonna fail it, that's just inevitable you're not you're not perfect you're a perfect you're a good man you're a great man but you're not a perfect man you're gonna fall but thank god we got somebody in jesus christ that's willing to pick us up when we fall down he's there to pick us up he's there to help us and help and then also you learn from your mistakes how can you learn if you don't fall how can you learn i learned so many things i learned so much i don't like to fall and bust my tail and bust my face but you learn from your mistakes and god will make sure that you learn from the mistakes so let me go back to the scripture it says go back to the scripture first peter first tim let's go back to our text second timothy chapter one verse seven it says for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and a set and self-discipline i keep saying sound mind but it says self-discipline but he gives you power power of god and love love covers a multitude of sins let me say that again Co love covers a multitude of sins family brothers so he cut co and love covers so much so look god is love I'm, I'm gonna say this love is not love we don't want to, we we want to we don't want to nip that in the butt love is not love god is love and god loves you so much to tell you the truth god loves you too much to tell you when you're doing wrong and you should be doing right i heard somebody i think i heard my uh one of our pastors say today and he talked about the difference between condemnation and conviction conviction is going to correct you and it's going to make sure you go back the right way condemnation is going to say you did this wrong and it's going to take you down a road of of, of, of darkness because you're going to feel like i can never come get back i can never i can never be where god wants me that's be what god wants, wants me to be that's condemnation condemnation it, it it makes you feel guilty and it makes you feel shame that's condemnation that's not god's way god's way is to correct you and to convict you and help you get back on the right track you know everybody needs some conviction everybody needs some correction you know, everybody needs somebody in their life to tell them, hey, tweak this, get this right. That's that's the premise of this podcast. Just pr the premise of this podcast, you know, been praying about this for years to do this. And so the premise of this podcast, which is which is Holy Ghost led, is to is to convict you and to fire you up and to have you into into and to refresh you and to encourage you and to from you to step into what God has for you. My job is now in here not to beat you up. My job is not here is to tell you what you're always doing wrong. But I am going to speak the facts. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to be real you know and so you know we need to pull our pants up like big boys and step into what god has for us i mean you know i've seen brothers walking around with the pants sagging i don't i still don't get the pants sagging i'm that that to me that don't do the cussing all that stuff you know now i'm not judging anybody but that that you know do, telling them how many people you shoot up and all that stuff and how many women you have sex with that doesn't make a man man we got we we you know is particularly black men we we already got a stigma on us because of of what media and what was what's there what was what's what's uh, actually presented to us or what what's what's portrayed to us through rap through music those things you know i mean you know even you know you got white men that don't treat their wives right but but it's 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 not a color thing it's a cultural thing it boils down to culture it boils it boils down to treating our culture i mean you know going and going our culture 
you know, rearranging it and, and renewing our culture and putting the word of God. It's kingdom over culture, family. It's kingdom over culture. And we got to realize the premise and the foundation of that is Jesus Christ. He's the answer. He's the one. He's the he's the he's the he's the he's the he's the past. He's the present. He's the future. He's the way, the truth and the life. The only way we can have life is through him. Praise God. And he's the one that can that can make all things right. And that's only through the, that's that's how I, mean, I I'm made right. But fear is the one thing that keeps me in back from stepping into their purpose. The Bible says in Romans eleven twenty nine it says, "For the gifts or callings of God are irrevocable; they're not changing. They're not changeable. They're not changing." So that means that if God see every every person is born with a call in the in the in, the, in an anointing with a call and an anointing attached to it. So if you step into what God, if you say yes to God, God's going to make sure that that gift and calling comes on you, but you can delay it. If you don't step into it, it's a lot of people that there's a lot of men out here that have that, 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 that's that where God's waiting for you to step into your call. So you can impact the whole community. I ain't saying you got to go and impact the whole world, impact your world, the world around you, your family, your marriage, your community. Don't you know that one influence of that one area can, can spark some in another area because another brother seeing you influence. I, I know I was influenced by a, a gentleman, when he got saved, when he got me, when he when I seen his life, it sparked me to to, to move into what we what, what what I'm doing today. And so I'm gonna tell you, follow strong men, follow strong men. I'm telling you right now, strong men follow strong men. But I believe it's fear. So I'm telling you right now, that's the that's the root of what on why we're not stepping into what God has for us because of fear. But it says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love power and a sound mind or self-discipline and that self-discipline comes from saying you know what i'm gonna stay with this thing no matter what i'm gonna get my word every day i'm gonna find out who i am in christ it's not something that's dutiful it's not something that's out of duty it's out of relationship and it's out of a need and an urgent need to know who you are in christ it's all about that i'm telling you man the enemy is it has been tricking the generation i'm telling you because i'm with general i'm generation x then after that is generation z generation x then we have zers they have they have trick this generation into thinking that they're that they, they that they're worthless and they, they don't mean anything but my generation what i have to do is i have to pick up pick up that cross and bear it and let them see the cross that i'm bearing so they can see that's a man that's a real man living according to the word of god and it's not it's not works based it's based on what he's already finished at the cross it's based on what jesus already done he's already finished it i'm just picking up picking up my cross and following it following his example it's not works based it's not there's nothing i did there's nothing i can do to earn what jesus already paid for me but i'm gonna take advantage of what he's already paid for me by based on what he did at the cross for me and i'm gonna take it i'm gonna finish it i'm, gonna, I'm not gonna finish it but i'm gonna take it based on what he already finished and so therefore it gives me power it gives me love it has it gives me a sound mind because why i'm not gonna be bound by a spirit of fear so man y'all ready for the challenge and then i forgot to actually name name this message it was called no more fear no more fear we cannot fear what the government can do for do to us we can't fear about what the world's going to do to us jesus said that's just going to happen but we have to know who we are in him and he says he says he said they don't come they don't they come to you they mess with you because you know me and he says don't he said fear not i have overcome the world He's there with you every time he's there with you. And I was talking about fear, dealing with my mom and everything. My mom is doing well. But those are just, 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 just many examples of how God has caused me or caused you to overcome fear and to step in what God has for you. You got the next 
you got people waiting for you to step into it. It's a nation of people or a crowd of people. Your family is waiting for you to step into your purpose. And God, God has unlocked it for you, but he only unlocks it if you turn the key and receive his son, Jesus Christ, as your, as your Lord and Savior. So I'm here to tell you, if you want to, if, 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 if you if you just 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 follow along with me and and and, and we're going to lead. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth, if you if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that he is Lord, then you are saved. You do that, brothers. You're going you're gonna to see a new life, but you're going to have to fight for it. You know what I'm saying? You have to fight for it in his flesh. The flesh don't want, want it, it doesn't want for you to be victorious, but Jesus already paid for that to cross. So, so I'm going to so repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me on the cross. I believe you finished the cross. I believe you finished it for me at the cross. Come into my life and save me now. I believe you died for me on the cross. And I believe you rose from the grave and I repent of sin. And right now, I'm born again. It's that simple. You don't have to do. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to do no backwards flips. You don't have to do all these emotional or all these emotional gymnastics. You don't got to go through all this. These gyrations. You just got to receive His Son. And guess what? When you receive His Son, get into grow into a relationship with Him. But also read your Bible. Get hooked up to a great church. A good. I'm talking about a word. A, a, a word teaching church not a soft church a church that's going to tell you the truth even when you don't like it i i need to eat vegetables because i need to be healthy we need to eat vegetables and, and, and eat the right foods because we need to be we need to be uh made healthy but when when you're not told the truth when you're not when you you got it you got to eat the right foods in order to be healthy and that's 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 how it is with the word of god you have to be told the truth even when you don't like it that's gonna make you better it's gonna convict you to get better and you're gonna grow because god wants you to grow Amen. So I hope that you got some out this podcast. We're going to keep this going and keep this and keep growing together, brothers. And as we grow together, we'll know together. So I want you to have a have a blessed, blessed night and a blessed, blessed night. And may God continue to work everything out for your good. Thank you. And have a blessed day. Real talk with real men with Dennis. God bless. Love, love you, brothers. Bye.